Hi, I'm Laura Von Holt. And I'm Alex Gershney, and you're listening to Astrology Zoned, a Susan Miller fan podcast. Susan Miller reads the stars. We read Susan Miller. Hello, Alex. <laughs> Hi, Laura. How's it going? It's going great. Um, since we last spoke, I had a birthday. So you're you're speaking to the new and improved version of me. Wow. Yeah. And also the last time we spoke, there hadn't been a, an eclipse in Taurus. So also, I don't know how this changes things, but just thought I should acknowledge that we have moved and grown. <laughs> I think that's right. And yeah. birthdays, planets doing things. Yeah. Total mania over yeah. here. I just want people to know like it, it might be a new a new world. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> we appreciate the warning. Yeah, thank you. Um so hello everyone. Uh this we've got a lot to cover because it is eclipse season apparently. Um and I don't know what that means. I mean, I understand like I watched a few solar eclipses in my time, but I don't stare directly at them. I get the glasses. Um, but Susan Miller says we are in eclipse season and Alex and I are kind of like, what does that mean? And so we read Susan's blog post on eclipses. Yes. After having spent the past, however many episodes, just saying we don't understand eclipses. Yeah. We thought we would read her treatise on them. And I'm going to say that I don't know that I understand them any better in that like the astrophysics part and like the degrees that they fall in and all of that, I don't really understand any better. But now I, but I read, of course it was Susan Miller. So it was a very lengthy article. Um, but after I read some of the headlines, I understood a little bit more about why they are used in astrology to like mark something. Yes. And they're yeah. a big deal and lots of things deal. happen. And, and so we'll, and I like feeling like in astrology, especially Susan Miller astrology, that things are a big deal. Even if I don't understand them, I just know it's a big deal. <laughs> Me too. And yeah. I mean, she wrote this giant blog post about them. So yeah. they're obviously very important. They're happening all the time, basically. Yeah. Um, so please, you know, tell a friend about yeah. this blog post and read yeah. it yourself. Yeah. It's very informative. So we're going to skip over the whole like astrophysics part about like the sun going from the moon or whatever. Like, I think we can all figure that part out or like that's all you need to know. The things that she said related to astrology that stuck with me were that uh, that um, they come in pairs like in and in, like in a sign. And so like she said, a family of signs will keep occurring in pairs coinciding with new moons and full moons every five and a half months for 18 to 24 months until they are done. And at that point, your transformation will be complete. Once a family of signs is finished, it will not be back for about seven or eight years. So like she, when Taurus's horoscope, which we'll get to, she did mention like five or so eclipses. And I think those were like the series for Taurus that she's talking about. But that was like, okay, so they come in a series they like recur on new moons and full moons and then like they're done. It's and for some reason that this is not gonna make any sense, but for me it was like the image of a car wash. Like you just have to wait till all the cycles are done and then mm -hmm. like your car is clean. Mm, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a car yeah. wash. <laughs> I actually think Susan would approve of that I think she uh, would. metaphor. I think so. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's not as good as like some of her metaphors, but let's just go with it's a car wash and, you, and you're going to, you got to wait for it. At the end, you will be changed. <laughs> yes, you will be changed because I guess eclipses also like speed up events yes. and then whatever planets are associated with, with the eclipse will then also have an influence. So like yes. there is always going to be this element of 
events getting sped up. But then like if Uranus is there, it's also like that element of surprise. Although that seems to be a component anyway. Yeah. Right. Cause it just, that's the nature of eclipses. That's the nature of eclipses. Yeah. And then there's the whole idea of the eclipses being in your sign or connected to your sign, or even if they are just in your element, mm-hmm. you know, like water for me, for example, like that will really affect you. Um, she said, it doesn't mean if the eclipse is not associated with your element or your sign, it doesn't mean that you won't be affected, but I think special care should be taken or acknowledgement when it has to do with your sign. Exactly. And so right now they started in Taurus and then they go into Scorpio. So you and I were like, oh, perfect. For the next year, they're in Taurus and Scorpio flip-flopping back and forth. So we're like very happy to be able to speak with authority <laughs> as a Taurus and Scorpio. Yeah, I kind yeah. of can't believe this is happening to yeah. us. Yeah, um, Okay, so I took a note of like some things that you can expect eclipses to do. Um, and uh, just some of them were like they bring news of big life events. Something will end or something will begin or both. Um, Susan Miller metaphor, she said they were united in themes, strung like pearls on a necklace. Mm-hmm. which I just really appreciated. Um, she said they would bring random events that you didn't expect and can't control. And they change timetables or speed things up. So if you thought something was going to progress in a certain matter, it might get sped up or it'll change the timetable or once things are going to happen. That seemed to be like a big factor um, or a big effect that eclipses have. Um, this one I liked, they shine a glaring ray of truth and the truth will arrive in a startling way. I was like, ooh. Ooh, it's a little scary. yeah. yeah. Um, and then she said, one thing she said is they might allow you to see the true character of someone. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. For the sure other thing that we've come across in terms mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. when she talks about eclipses is this idea of someone being eclipsed out of your life, which I yes. know we find terrifying. terrifying. I think it is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but one detail that I learned from this blog post was that when this happens during a solar eclipse, it would refer to a man. Oh. And during a lunar eclipse, I think it would refer to a woman. Really? Okay. So if we're going to go with the gender binary on that one, okay. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't leave a lot of room. Yeah. Um, But that's very Susan too. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, Yeah. Eclipsed out is a phrase she uses often and it makes it sound like someone will have like sudden death, but I think it just means like a relationship or something kind of ends or like, or they could be revealed. Like, like that true character could be revealed, but yeah. Right. Scary. Um, I did like, she said that the, they like the the eclipses are non-negotiable and firm. So you can't, but try, you can't try to like negotiate with the eclipse. Like be like, I don't think there was out. Let's try another one. (laughs) Like it's gonna, it's just gonna be. Um, and then I, then there was something where she said, take notice of all news, even gossip. Cause like that could end up being like something serious. (laughs) So I was like, I mean, I love gossip, so I was like, yes. <laughs> I will choose to believe the gossip. I will choose Thank to believe you, all the gossip. Thank you. Um, and she said, the other thing that I felt helpful is she said, keep your schedule light around eclipses. And I was like, I think she's saying just like take a lot of naps and like don't take big meetings. Yes. Yeah. I think that's great advice. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and one encouraging thing she said was that eclipses can help you do things you never thought you could do. <laughs> Wow, that's very nice. Yeah. 
but also there's no negotiating. There's no negotiating. So it's like, no bar- you're just gonna, no bargaining. You're gonna, yeah. You're going to have to do it because you're going to be forced to do it, but guess yeah. what? You'll find out what you can do. <laughs> right. And you will accept it. Yeah. <laughs> you will accept um, it. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that she said a message brought to you by an eclipse is usually delivered on the day or within a week of the actual date of the eclipse, mm. but not always. <gasps> If nothing happens, think back to exactly one month earlier or one month later plus plus or minus five days. That's so much math. Okay, so like if the eclipse was on April 30th and I didn't have anything happen that week, I have to think a month prior plus five days or a month fast no. forward? No. Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't so, know if the plus or minus five days applies to the earlier so, month and the later month. Wait, so is it think a, a month prior plus or minus five days? So like if I didn't feel it on the 30th, then I should have thought back to about 25 days prior or 25 days fast forward. 25, yeah, like a so. window of 25 to 30 days. Okay. A mo- so a month-ish prior or after. A month-ish, yeah. Okay. Okay. that's. I mean, it seems cons- very... Yeah. Specific. Yeah. But okay. I don't know. But okay. I'm sure it has to do with cycles of the moon or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Um, Well, I thought the thing about it, like this cycle happening every seven or eight years with them was very interesting. But she said that eclipses, but then that's just kind of the family of signs. But she Mm -hmm. says eclipses repeat in the exact degree and sign every 19 years. So... I was trying to remember what happened when I was like 22, 23, but I couldn't. It was a, it was a heady time. <laughs> I can't recall That's much right. of it. Yeah. No. Can't be blamed for that. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyway, so those were my main takeaways from like what eclipses do. Again, if you are really into like math and exact degrees and like calculus and you want to get out your little, what are those little twisty things, little compass things with the pencil and then they make little circles that you use. In yes. Class? Get that thing out. Get that thing out. And you can look up your chart and draw your things and get really into it. Or you could just do what we do, which is we, we get the main takeaway and live our life. That's right. I see yeah. the word degrees and I no, just I, skip. I zone below. out immediately. I'm like yeah. five degrees. I, the only the only degrees I subscribe to are 98 degrees. <laughs> As one should. <laughs> like, where's the house of Lachey? <laughs> I really hope they're listening to this because <laughs> they just got a great shout out. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm talking to Vanessa. I'm not talking to Nick. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, so eclipses. There are a lot of them, and Laura and I have been kind of glossing over them for quite a bit of time, but yeah. I think now we know we need to pay attention. Yeah, we know we need to pay attention for various many reasons are why we should pay attention, but um, I did have a good time, as I was telling Alex before we got the call, I was thinking about, because this eclipse happened the day before my birthday, and I was trying to think of what happened seven or eight years ago, and it was like a very different kind of birthday, so I feel like I must have completed a cycle because this was such a lovely birthday, and the one that I was thinking of had not been, so somehow I made it through, even th- though I didn't know that I was making it through. That sounds like a successful. Yeah, eclipse. I mean, quite a. I mean, I guess I finished one car wash and now I'm back in the other. Right. Wow. Can't wonder what kind of car I get at the end. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, like a beautiful pink one. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we have now that we have really expanded your knowledge of eclipses, I think we should head into May and what Susan Miller wants to offer us this May. 
Well, she got down to business right away and started in on the eclipses. First sentence of the note. There are eclipses. This is what's happening. Kind of this is what they do. But that May is busy with a lot of things. Okay. Yeah. Um, She also reminds us about Mercury retrograde, May 10th to June 3rd. Everybody, let's just stop and, like, think about that. It's May 10th to June 3rd, okay? And we're in the shadow of it right now. So gird your loins, take a deep breath. Yeah, I hope you've, like, signed all your contracts, made all your big decisions already because you've run out of time, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, so right away, eclipses, get ready. And then we get to the explanation for the lateness. So she posted on the 4th, which was an improvement from last week, but still quite late considering, you know, we can never know what's happening on the new moon. Yep. Um, so Susan got the stomach flu. Okay. That explains stuff and it does explains nothing, but it's par for the course that there was a, there was a health issue. It's par for the course. She was concerned she had COVID. She did not. She told us that in the note. Um, and so she was unable to write because she was asleep. Fair. That's also Fair. my, that's my problem most of the time is I can't write because I'm asleep as well. Yeah. It's yeah. relatable. <laughs> yeah. Relatable. <laughs> um, so I think she did this last month. She said that the reports are quite long. And so she suggests printing them out, which is not eco-friendly. No, no, no. Um, I don't know why she's maybe like a printer salesman on the side. Well, She always likes to give us some like tech help. You know, she does. So that's this month's tech help. Yeah, that's right. Right. A little suggestion. A little. Yeah. A little tip. Yeah, a little from tip. Susan to us. <laughs> yeah. You can print them out. Okay. But then we get to my favorite part, which I feel a little evil for saying this is my favorite part, but it's about the year ahead 2022. Oh my God, I can't wait. The, the year ahead for 2022, the year that we're currently in, the year that we're five months into. Yeah, tell, yeah. Me, tell me about what's ahead. What's ahead? Okay, well, I think we should no longer call it the year ahead 2022. Yeah. We should call it the half a year ahead 2022. Yes, yes. the demi year ahead. It, <laughs> yes. <laughs> It seems that it will be published um, potentially around June 1st. Perfect. Perfect. With half the year gone. Perfect. It's very long. We already knew that. She wrote all about the gram mutation in in addition to all the other things you need to know. She sent the manuscript to the ebook publisher and it's done. And so, you know, as she does, she's like, now it's in their hands and- I took all these considerations to make sure the international readers could could download it, which is great. But I mean, truly, she better offer a discount. I was going to say, I was like, usually uh, this is the time of year when they would all be half off, but she's just releasing it. So do we get the half off at the like Q3 mark? Q4? Like, I'm, I just don't understand who's going to yeah. buy this. I Well, I'm going to buy it because I want to know. But but, yeah, but like, we have to buy it for like for, research. Purposes. Totally. Right. Exactly. If I had been waiting, yeah, I would not be. Because I also have bought like year ahead calendars from other astrologists. I definitely like read them in January and then totally forget about them until I like flip to that page of my iPad. And I'm like, oh, right. I downloaded that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So everyone maybe get excited for that that's coming out. And then... um. 
She says to follow her on social media, to download her app, you know, to download the paid version of the app, mm-hmm. which is so great. And then um, she talks again about how it has that read me feature again. And she oh. says that her favorite person is the woman named Stephanie who has a British accent. Oh, that's how she likes to have her app read to her. Oh, that's mm-hmm. lovely. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. Then okay. she talks a little bit about this new app oh, that yeah. Laura and I know about because when we met her, she told the yeah. small crowd a yeah. bit about it. Yeah. She says that's coming soon. I mean, you can decide what soon means to you. Yes. <laughs> um, Do we think it's going to come? Well, it's going to come after the year ahead because I feel like she won't release the year ahead until after Merc Retro maybe. Or the app definitely can't be released until after Mark Retro. Right. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, do we even think it'll come out this year? Uh, you know what? I'm just going to th- pray for Q3 for everyone, for discounts and for apps. <laughs> yeah. Great. Q3. Susan, yeah. we're like yeah. setting our expectations. Yeah. Um, and she just says it's, it's a good month. It's the kind of month she says that sets the tone for the months to come, whatever that means. That's nice. Okay. But that's how she ends it. So um, even though Merc Retro is here being a scamp and like being a problem, it hopefully won't be too big of a problem. Okay. That's great. My one note was that when she mentioned that she had handed off the book to a publishing company, I was like, oh, that's why it's taking so long to upload. A, because they're translating it into different languages, it sounds like, or formatting it mm-hmm. at least for different um, marketplaces or storefronts. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Cause when you're just doing English language, it's quite easy to like upload everything and have it appear in ebook at least. But I, I have a feeling Susan Miller, her formatting is probably more complicated than it needs to be given that her website blog takes forever to upload. Probably. It's, it's still on like GeoCities, but that's fine. Yes. Yeah. That's true. I mean, Susan Miller invented the astrological internet, so we can't really like, she's just going to do it her way. That's what we learned last time. She's just going to do it her way and on her schedule. She's basically, she is like the embodiment of an eclipse. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Susan Miller as eclipse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Eclipse. Like (laughs) she... (laughs) <laughs> she is non-negotiable and firm and she changes. No, there's no bargaining with Susan, no only bargaining. acceptance. Only acceptance. And it's, it's, she changes the timetable according to her whims. So, yeah. Right. She'll mess with your yeah. um, expectations for time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So Susan Miller is an eclipse. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, okay. So now it's time for our favorite new segment called hot takes. <laughs> I'm so excited for this new segment. Okay, so this is where we scrolled through some of her social media posts to see the comments um, that were left. And so there was one post that she made, which she often makes where she says, oh, I'm writing Pisces. And none of us know what that means. We don't know if that means there's one more sign or 11 more signs. Um, And also, like, she usually posts this, like, when the horoscopes are already a day or so late. Um, So I scrolled through the comments and this – okay, so first first place comment – goes to I I don't think I should see, read their name but no no but they said they echoed a common sentiment which was I love everything you do except this frustrating foot tapping weight every month it's confusing to me and then there was like the like inspector monocle emoji and like a raised eyebrow emoji and then kind of like a the smirky winky emoji mm-hmm. um and I just enjoyed the frustrating foot tapping I felt like that was a real Susan Millerism and they were just like using her language to speak to her um, and I, I just appreciated that. Uh, but yes, every month there is frustrating foot tapping weight. <laughs> like, 
Okay. And then my yeah. second one, the second favorite, which is a little darker, <laughs> but not unsurprising, is someone said, who died this month, Susan? <laughs> when you texted that to me, I laughed pretty hard. I felt guilty, but it felt bad. this but... person, that commenter is very familiar with Susan. Yeah. And then someone replied to that commenter and they said, it's mean, but I laughed. <laughs> And then we found out that she had a stomach flu and we were like, ah, oh, that was the health issue hold up this month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. There, it's a joke, but yeah, it's true. It's true. It's yeah. grounded in reality. And you know, we were enjoying her stories because she posted a picture of baby Oliver and I got panicked for a second that she meant to like send that to close friends and had like put him on publicly, but then she put another post. So I was like, oh, she has permission to post the baby. I got a little bit nervous. Oh, I got nervous because I was like, oh God, Susan like posted a story to Instagram. This is going to set her back like three days. Yes. I'm posting the heart. It probably did. It probably did. Yeah. But baby Oliver, very cute. So cute. (laughs) Yeah. So cute. Um, Okay. So that is the note and our hot takes. And I think now it's time to get into the horoscopes for the people. I think so. And I think we should start off with the the sign who is shining right now. And that's Taurus. Yes. Happy birthday to all my fellow Taurus Taurians. Yes. So happy birthday to Laura. (laughs) Thank you. It's been a very nice birthday. I will have to give a shout out. My six-year-old nephew made me a birthday cake and it was pink and he hid ice cream in it, which he thought was like super tricky. Um, and, and then later on I was like, oh, he's a cancer. And like, that's exactly how a cancer would show love to a Taurus is to make them like a really special cake with like just the right shade of pink icing and be like, I hid a treat inside. Oh my God. He's such a cancer. I know. It's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. But it was like, I was like, oh, this is supremely adorable on multiple levels. Yeah. Supremely adorable. Um, so yeah, if you are a favorite auntie, get yourself a cancer. Yeah, they are like, I know exactly how to share my adoration. So uh, a real highlight, a real highlight. Um, So yes, happy birthday, Tauruses. Okay, so Tauruses, what we've got to talk about is what we've got to talk about all month long, which are eclipses. And I'm just going to point out that Susan wanted to make sure we knew that we had eclipses in Taurus. So she says in 2022, there is an eclipse in Taurus on April 30th. An eclipse in Scorpio on May 15th, an eclipse in Scorpio on October 25th, and then an eclipse on November 8th in Taurus. And then there's two more in 2023, which I think also complete the series, but let's just focus where we are now. But just letting you all know, Taurus is we're in eclipse season, so we're at the start of our car wash. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. Again, br- brand new changey timetable eclipsey car wash. <laughs> we're going to be new, new people by the end of this. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so she start off, even though she releases the horoscopes late, we have to talk about the new moon eclipse in Taurus on April 30th. And I'll be brief because it already happens. And so hopefully you hopefully you are awake for it. I don't know. Um, she said that the eclipse was likely to bring a lot of good news and plenty of unexpected opportunities. And a new, it's a new moon solar eclipse. And those are generally happy events as they can open a new door that had previously been shut tight and now will open for you. So we're at the start of our car wash. Hopefully you got a new opportunity. Um, I do think it's going to be funny that people are not going to associate eclipses with car washes, and I made that up, and that's my that's my contribution to the eclipse discourse. It's a great contribution. Again, I think Susan would be proud. I think she would too. 
Um, so the thing about this new moon solar eclipse on April 30th was that Uranus was conjunct. And so it appears your career will light up. You may get a call that you'll want to consider with an exciting offer. Something in your career is about to bring a surprise change. Let's think good thoughts. Um, the other thing was that Jupiter and Venus were in your 11th house of friendship. And so this means that like there might be a friend that's helping out or like a friend relationship that's um, going to be important to it. And she said, in any case, that could help. This eclipse could help you get closer to, uh, to holding on to a dream that is important to you. So that's where we're starting eclipse season is like a friend might be there. It's going to be a, a lot of opportunities and it's be a dream that's important to you. So there we go. That's lovely. That I really I, lovely. I love that you often have a focus on friendship. I know. It's, I've, I mean, the Tauruses love, like, friends, you know, like, loyal mm-hmm. friends. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where we're starting eclipse season. And then we're going we're gonna to move on to the full moon of May 15th, 16th. I think it depends on where you are geographically. Um, and that is called the flower moon. That's great. Right? I love it. I love a flower moon. And that is a lunar eclipse in Scorpio. Oh. And Scorpio and Taurus are opposite signs, right? Yes. That's okay. how it works, okay. I think. So yeah. basically all of the planets are revolving around me and Alex right now. So good thing we have this podcast to carry you guys through this. Whew. Yeah. To let you know about all the planets. Yeah. Whew. As much as we can gather from our horse. I was going to say, uh, it might not be a lot, <laughs> yeah. but. Sometimes our reading, retention, and comprehension is really just it, but we're trying, people. We're trying. There are a lot of planets, people. A lot of planets in lots of degrees. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the full moon, the flower moon of May 15, 16, the lunar eclipse in Scorpio is going to put a spotlight on a close relationship, maybe something with a spouse or a close committed partner or collaborator in business. Lunar eclipses tend to bring things to fullness and conclusion. So that's just, you know, something might be. Now, she did bring up this thing again of eclipses will eclipse out a person from your environment. Someone you were close to may move away or you may be the one to move away. If a situation has gone for a long time without crystallizing to a finish, this eclipse will just bring that to an end. Or the eclipse could shine a floodlight of truth on circumstances that will give you the final puzzle piece that you can suddenly change the whole complexion of a situation and provide you with a eureka moment. So you may get a very clear understanding of a situation that you never never would have understood before without this new piece of information. So like something might get eclipsed out or just the truth will be revealed so you finally see the whole thing. There you go. <sighs> anyway, she said what you need to do is think things. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Okay, so you're, okay, Uranus is coming back. And with this eclipse, he may create a surprise. Maybe there'll be an untoward piece of news um, that you won't see coming, or you might discover something about someone close who has betrayed you and worked at cross purposes to your interests. So villains will be revealed. (gasps) I just made that up. I I said it. She didn't say it. I said the villains will be revealed, but I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, stay vigilant. Stay vigilant. Yeah. Yeah, she says, if they're working at cross-purpose to your interests, you will have to confront that person. In any case, you will be given the truth, and you will have to decide what to do with that truth. And she said, think things through slowly. I'm going to also guess this is because Mercury is in retrograde, and, like, communication and things get dicey. So, like, we all have to, like, just take our time. Um, alternatively, uh, this flower moon might move up a timetable, ta- or you might need to take a short short trip mid-month, or you might need to see a sibling suddenly. Um, she says, this is not a black or white eclipse. You may hear very good news while at the same time hear concerning news about something else. That's life. Sometimes it's all mixed up like that. Wow. You know, Susan really knows because sometimes you get a new grandbaby and the stomach flu. And that's life. That's life. It's just mixed up like that. Yeah. Wise but, words. Wise words. 
And then she gave a note of warning. If you receive a proposal or a business contract around this flower moon, do not sign. Wait until next month. That's, again, because Mercury goes in retrograde on May 10th. Um, and she said, by now, you're probably used to Mercury retrograde. And honestly, you have so much going on in your life that is positive that I don't think you'll be miffed at all. <laughs> so I was like, thanks. But she wanted to make give us a warning that pay, there might be payments that might be delayed. Um, and that we might find that frustrating. But don't worry, because soon you will become luckier than a leprechaun. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And guess what? Taurus says we're going to be luckier than a leprechaun. Because the new moon, May 30th, is your best new moon of the year to look for a new source of steady income. So, yes, we're going to be luckier than a leprechaun. Which brings me to the new moon of May 30th, Taurus, is is in Gemini. So opportunities could come in terms of two, like maybe clients, sales, promotions. She says Gemini rules the communication industry as well as travel and transportation industry. So it could be something related to that. Um. And then she really wanted to talk a lot about how Jupiter was going to be in Aries in the 12th house from May 10th to October 27th, 2022. And she said this means that we were going to find that we do our best work when alone in solitude. Oh. I know. And like the Taurus in me was like, I have been alone and I'm tired of it. I was going to yeah, say yeah. the pandemic survivor in me was like, like I've, uh, been, al- alone I've, been, I've been alone for a long time. I, I know what that is. Um, but I think the reason she means that, I mean, I don't, I'm going to guess that it doesn't mean that I have to like isolate and not see anyone, but that like there was going to be like a solo project or like you would need to do some work alone. I don't think it means like I can't ever see anyone. I'm just taking, that's what I'm taking from it as a Taurus. But the reason why solitude was important is because the transit of Jupiter and Aries will help you become impressively creative. Your dreams may become vivid. Because this placement of Jupiter will stimulate your subconscious mind, the wellspring of creative ideas. Your intuition will become sharper and give you a kind of night vision, allowing you to see through any dark situation using instinct. If you're writing a book or a screenplay or working on a thesis or application for a grant, this kind of cosmic help that will, will be a blessing to you. This kind of help can put you in line for a breakthrough in any profession you might have. The 12th house rules confidential secret matters that need to stay under wraps reason enough to work alone to find the answer so that's why you have to be in solitude is because it's like under wraps it's not because like you don't have any friends and you're isolated and everyone's gonna get sick if you go near them that's not it okay that makes me feel better because it's like your subconscious and your creative mind like those are just like those are only only you can access those like yeah um, then she gave a very exciting thing. She said there was be there would be a guardian angel, a secret VIP, but not like in Disney, but like it would be someone not like that kind of like secret guardian fairy godmother, but there there is one. And this is gonna be a person who is powerful and influential and would be a great blessing. But because this um the house is shrouded in mystery and secrets. You may not know that you're getting help from this individual VIP. And if you find out, you have to keep silent because other people might be getting jealous and put your benefactor in a difficult position. So for this reason, be discreet. You will have people pulling for you for they see your potential. But like you might not be able to be like, <gasps> OMG, like so-and-so is my benefactor. But, but there are people who like watching and pulling for you like behind the scenes I'm I'm intrigued me too and when I find it out I will tell you Alex but I won't tell anybody until like it's way over yeah no you can't I can't benefactor needs to remain anonymous like if Nick Lachey is listening to this right now and he's my anonymous benefactor I won't tell anybody (laughs) no he apparently he doesn't want the glory no he doesn't he doesn't 
Um, and then she got very excited for us. And she said, when you get to 2023, you will enter the best year of your life. So this year, 2022, will allow you to wait, will allow you to prepare for that, your rare emerald year. And remember, the emerald year is when all the aspects, like everything in the cosmos, all the planets, all the aspects are like in your corner rooting for you. They're all like shining brightly. So um, I think that's why this like birthday month is like very good is because there's going to be things happening behind the scenes. You might be working alone, but it's all setting you up to shine for your emerald year in 2023. (sighs) Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. But she had one warning. Oh, no. She said, wait until Venus graces Taurus at month's end to buy new clothes or to see your dermatologist to improve your appearance. The choices you make then will have a downright magical effect. Just wanted everybody to know. Okay. Yeah. But I was also like, I thought we were supposed to do like a lot of plastic surgery during Merc Retro. No, but it sounds like any that you have will just yeah. be the greatest thing yeah. that ever so happened to you. End of month, if you get a new outfit or like do something to shine up your appearance, it's a downright magical effect. So, I mean, basically, Tauruses, we're the smartest, we're the prettiest. So we have like fairy godmothers. We just don't know it. Um, and all of these eclipses are just like working for us. Wow. I am thrilled that Susan has given you this birthday gift. Yeah. Thank you, Susan. And you know, I don't even mind that it was late. <laughs> no. Yeah. Keep that birthday spirit all yeah. through the month. I just considered it like my May 4th birthday party was Susan Miller it gave me a, a horoscope, you know, and I, I'm sure I'll have more birthday parties throughout the month. So it was just one of them. Oh, yes, you have to. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And this um, was Susan. This was Susan's birthday party for me. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> um, so, Alex, how's Scorpio? Scorpio's dealing with the same kind of eclipse. Wow. Stuff, you know, it's, it, it colors not even the whole month, but you know, we've got this cycle of these four eclipses coming up. There's a lot going on, but it was all very positive. Okay, good. Um, I will just begin by reading how she starts it off. The lyrical joyous aspects you've had in your fifth house of love will continue during the first part of May. So I guess there's this fifth house, which is influencing love and potentially children and as well as artistic expression and creativity. Um, We know that those kind of go hand in hand. And the thing that is important is that all of these planets are in Pisces, like a million planets. Wow. And by a million planets, I mean, Neptune, Venus, Mars, and Jupiter, they're all in Pisces. And that is very compatible, I guess, with Scorpio's sun. Okay. Well, Pisces, I hope you're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's happening. Yeah. So thank you, Pisces, on behalf of Scorpios for hosting all these planets. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's so nice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, So there's just a lot of things happening. Venus is in Pisces as well. And we know that that's a very good thing. Um, But then she says, action oriented Mars is the energy and the fuel, I guess, at this party that Pisces is hosting. Oh, okay. Because she says, Mars is the gas in the stove to get the ingredients in your soup cooking. Without the gas, nothing happens. Wow. Without the gas, nothing happens. Yeah. 
Susan Miller, wow, words of wisdom. Yeah, so she can't say enough about the fact that these planets are all in Pisces, which I guess is extra good for me because Pisces is also a water sign. And so that's like part of the kind of like gelling that's okay. So it's like a water, a water sign party. Yeah, it's a water sign party. It's like a pool party for planets. Oh my God, so fun. Okay, wonderful. So much fun. Wow. Yeah. Um, she says that. Venus moves into Aries on May 2nd, and this could affect work. And she says, it looks like you're going to enjoy the work that you're doing. Um, And then she says, if you're single, by all means, circulate. Uh. Mm -hmm. So at some point, though, Jupiter leaves and goes into Aries. Um, You know, honestly, there was like a lot of like planet, like, alphabet soup, if you will. <laughs> yeah, this month. Totally. And I yeah. was kind of like getting a little lost. Yeah, um, yeah. But so she said, it's a good time for love. I know she often talks about like, this is like your only chance. Yeah. But she did say that there's another chance later in the year, October 27th to December 20th. Um, and she says that that's very good. And the planets will be doing stuff that time to make sure that you have an enchanting holiday period. Oh, So that's good. And she also says that when Jupiter moves into Aries until May 16th, I found the writing a little confusing, but I think it means that until that time, May 16th, 2023, it's a good time to think about changing jobs or not even to think about it. Like you will change jobs. Something like exciting will happen. She said the same thing she said last month about Scorpios being part of like an emerging industry, although she didn't specifically call out NFTs this month. Oh, she didn't. Okay. No, but I'm just saying Scorpios, don't forget about NFTs. Yeah. Don't forget about them. Right. I remember when she was talking about like new industries and new things and new air, like for tourists or something, new epochs. Right. You're going to be part of like a big cultural movement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. Mm -hmm. That's probably why I have Um, to work in solitude. Exactly. Yeah. Um, she said that you might start like your own business and she said in the world right now, like with the great resignation, it's like hiring can be difficult for a lot of people because they can't find good, the good people they want. She said, Scorpios, you will not have this problem. She said something like the people who you get will be like sent from heaven. Oh, lovely. Like oh my like God. That little, just makes little ghosts. Oh, I left a little ghost. like the fleets of Cupids will be like signing up to be hired. <laughs> Well, ghosts and potentially fleets of cupids <laughs> will want like to the, work with you. The workforce is now just fleets of cupids. They were following yeah. you out and now they're ready for a job. Exactly. Yeah. Ready to be put to work. Yeah. Um, she said that your health will be very good, Scorpio. Um, great immunity to colds, flu, and viruses. That's a good thing, I guess. That has to do with your sixth house. Okay, so then she really gets into the eclipses and she starts with the first one, which which was the one that she said was the flower moon for you? May 15th or 16th. That, that May 15th. Okay, because okay. she said the April 30th one is called the black moon. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and she says that's also a super moon. I actually don't know what that means, but just know that it is one. Okay. Um, and this idea of something ending and something else beginning – but then also with this new moon, which already happened, Uranus was around. Mm-hmm. So potentially, I don't know, Scorpio, maybe you got some unexpected news, a surprise, something like that. In terms of the time changing and eclipses, like changing the schedule for things, she mm-hmm. said that if you are in a relationship, you may have gotten engaged, which I guess maybe 
you didn't necessarily think was going to happen. Um, but she is concerned about Uranus's quote, volatile energy. And she says that he can be clumsy like a bull in a China shop and he's orbiting Taurus right now. So she said that about him before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. She's got, she's got a lot of things to say. She also said that sometimes he's called the great awakener because he acts very suddenly. Oh, I thought it was because he was like knocking things over in the China shop and that would wake you up. I think it is that too. Yeah, I think it's okay. because he's like swift and sudden. And okay. so he's like the great awakener. Okay. Um, but you know, this idea of new moons opening up a new path for you. And so this, the eclipse, that eclipse might feel like opportunities are opening up to you. Mm-hmm. And then she reminds you that, you know, the eclipse happened April 30th, but it will affect you for potentially six months or even longer than that. Okay. And she says that if you were a Scorpio born within five days of November 7th, which I am, wow. this is really going to affect you. Wow. Okay. So we'll see. I mean, it's April 7th now. I do not necessarily feel affected, but you know, one does not know how this will happen. Um, okay. So then May 15th, 16th, the flower moon, mm-hmm. that eclipse. She says something is ending or being concluded within five days of May 15th. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. eclipses are ending in the beginning. So, you know, we'll just see. We'll just see. And she says Uranus is back for this one. And she calls him the wild child of the planetary lineups. Wow. He's really just getting a lot of different monikers here. Like, he really is. And I guess yeah. he's like everywhere up in all these eclipses. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, now the May 15th eclipse, if your birthday falls on November 17th, plus or minus five days, you're really going to feel that one. Okay. Okay. Right. So that okay. actually is my mother. So maybe I should warn her. Okay. Yeah. Just like give her a heads up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just, you never know. Yeah. Um, she says Mars is back and that might have something to do with like marriage. Mm. So that could be on the horizon. On the other hand, if you've been unhappy in your relationship, you might break up with your partner. Endings are beginnings. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said eclipses tend to be very clear and speak in black and white terms in their messaging. Okay. And they're non-negotiable and firm. We realize this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We've been told many yeah. times. It's just like when um, you're in the car wash, you can't get out. You just got to go through. Right. Yeah. Right. What can yeah. you do? Yeah. Um, she said that a VIP might take you under his wing and help you. It didn't sound as good, frankly, as the benefactor deal that you Mm -hmm. have going on, but like maybe a VIP would help. She also says that your home also might be in flux because Uranus is in wide opposition to the moon. And she said the moon in a chart is always tied to domestic situations. So it could be something like you're moving. It could be a case of like, you are forced to move. Um, which of course you have experienced, you know, like something happens with the building or the built, like the landlord is like, you got to be out of here. Um, and she says the same sector rules your parents. So you might have, you know, one of your parents might need something from you. Then Merc Merc Retro again, May 10th to June 3rd, she says, don't make any decisions this month. Um, you know, here we are recording this on May 7th. And she said that if you really have to make a decision or sign a contract, you should have done so on May 3rd. But she didn't publish the horoscope until May 4th. So no. So, you know, we didn't really. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so the last thing that she says is that Scorpios, you need to keep an eye out for May 29th. She says it's a spectacular day. One day, it's one day prior to the new moon, and it's um, Mars will be conjunct Jupiter, the giver of gifts and luck. She said these two planets meet every year, always in a different zodiac sign. This time they will meet in Aries, your house of work projects. So she says it doesn't, you know, it's like one of her many things. It doesn't happen often, but she says it's going to be a really great day. Um, good for profits, good fortune, growth, luck. The pl- these two planets coming together, very exciting. Um, so much so that she says this month ends on a very happy note. Well, that's great. Okay, mm-hmm. so it sounds like both Taurus and Scorpio, we've got these eclipses going on, but like they're going to work out for us. It's just like things might be revealed or like sped up or just like they'll happen in timetables or ways we don't expect. Mm-hmm. But we do have like VIP benefactors in the background. Right. That's good. That's good. Okay. Well, yeah. wow. Wow. I'm just so glad that we have each other to go through eclipse season, Alex. Like it's towards. I can't Scorpio. believe it worked like, out this way. I know. Like until like, like 20, the end of 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. Oof. Oof. Well, we'll keep you posted about yeah, how this works keep- out for us. Yes. My gosh. I mean, and then like, uh, and we don't even know the effects of the new epoch for like forever. So good thing we have this like record of in the moment. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, we wish all our listeners good luck with your car washes. Yeah, with your car washes, your eclipse season, um, you know, just hang on until the end. Um, But, like, they'll they'll be okay. It's just that things are going to change. And you can't really – I mean, it's like we never have any control over, like, things that are important to us. No. (laughs) Yeah. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> it's like something I rail against all the time in therapy. I can't control anything important to me. <laughs> no, we have no delusions. No. no. It's just, it's too bad. <laughs> yeah. I just like appreciate the heads up from the astrology, um, you know, and I do feel like if you and I were going to lead a school of astrology, we would just call it a planet alphabet soup. <laughs> like, yeah. That's not like the most articulate thing I've ever said, but I think you get the idea. Yeah. I was like, there, well, things are happening. There's eclipses, um, you know, but we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Susan Miller seems to have faith. And look, if all this fails, eventually we'll be able to read her year ahead for 2022. Half year ahead. Half year ahead. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, if you ever want to talk to us or tell us how it's going for you, people, you can email us at astrologyzoned at gmail.com. We would love it if you ever left a review on any of our podcasts. That's always a nice thing. Um, and, you know, as Susan says, tell a friend. And you can find our transcript for this at astrologyzoned.com. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. See you next month. <laughs> Bye. Bye.